Hey, welcome to the Lost po- Back to the Island. That's a Lost Podcast. Today we're talking about Walkabout. Hit it! Back to the island. Back to the island. Back to the island. The island that was on Welcome to Back to the Island, episode four. Five, episode five. Hi, Chris. Hey, what's up? My name is Chris Farron. Um, uh, and my, my co-host's name is Jeff Rosenstock. And I thought we were going like down the line. Like, and my name is Jeff Rosenstock. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do that. My name is Chris Farron. His name is Chris Farron. His name is Jeff Rosenstock. And our special guest today is... Tim, I don't know what your last Let's name is. Let's go with now. Tim Daniels. Tim Let's Daniels. do that. Yeah. We toasted <laughs> to the death of your actual name the other night. Yeah, no, to my fake name. But soon. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't toast to the death of you. Yeah, no, I'm going to continue using my fake name for a little while longer. You got to let people uh acclimate themselves. Exactly. To yeah. who you really are. Yeah. Yes. Wow. We'll see what how are you doing today, Tim? Oh, I'm Daniels. doing great. I just watched an episode of Lost with no my buddy. Way. Yeah. Oh what? yeah, mm-hmm. which one? Uh, Walkabout, starring John Locke as uh, <laughs> as, as himself. <laughs> yes, as Terry O'Quinn. W- um, Walkabout, more like Lockabout. It's all about Locke. Oh yeah, it is all about Locke. Lockabout. That's true. Um, except it starts out with Shannon, who's the worst. Ugh. Does it Why start do with her? It's it shows Locke's eye. And then it like pans to the beach and it's Shannon just going, ah! yeah. the same shot that was in expose of her just standing arms by her side, shrieking, helping. Oh, help. yeah. She's so annoying. She's a Paris Hilton type. Yes. That's how they described her in an interview one time. Really? Yeah. Is she supposed to be bad? Yeah. She, well, she's not supposed to be bad. I think she's supposed to be like the uh, the socialite. Uh, that you learn to sympathize with. That you learn to sympathize it's with. It's a podcast. No one will hear it. Yeah. And then they then they kill her, right? Uh, who kills her? They kill her? How does she die? She's not on the show at the end. She does die. Yeah. I thought I she know. gets. She runs away. She comes becomes free. Hmm. No, because Saeed gets all sad. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. She does get killed. Saeed lives up to the first two letters and last letter of his name. <laughs> That's a good joke. Got him. Got him. Let's put that on a shirt. Uh, <laughs> okay, lives so up she to died the somehow. First. <laughs> um, you still there, Chris? Yeah, I'm here. I'm I'm here, and I'm I'm uh, ready to talk about Lost. Um, I thought it was cool to see where Locke's scar came from. Let's just. How do you guys feel about this episode in general? I'm sorry. I'm jumping all over the place. I was whatever about it. I was a little bored most of the time. I don't. I think Locke is kind of a poser, so I was kind of annoyed most of the time. I think he has the most <laughs> annoying catchphrase of all television history. <laughs> yeah, I love his catchphrase, and he says it so many times. Oh God, what a whiner! Locke says, "Don't tell me what I can't do." Like, I think he's not a whiner. He's a doer. He's man. whining. He's a. He's uh, playing the victim. No, he's trying to overcome it, but they won't let him. Yeah. Ugh. 
His legs don't work, you know. It's not like even if he was a yeah, whiner, well. you're allowed to whine about being a paraplegic. Also, what's with this fucking boss? Randy? Is that his boss? Is yeah. Randy his boss? That douchebag? I think so. That guy sucks. Randy's man. mean. Yeah, to was him. he 24 years old? Yeah, he doesn't look very. Uh, well, that means he's younger than us. Yeah. He's looking younger we're, than us. Yeah, we're old now, Jeff. Shit. He's definitely younger than us. Okay. Uh, he looks like my friend Shaheen, and my friend Shaheen is 23. <laughs> is it your friend Shaheen? Uh, no, but he looks like him, and I feel like I'm mad at my friend Shaheen now after I watch this episode. <laughs> Does he ever get his comeuppance? Uh, Randy? Locks boss? Yeah, Randy. I don't think we ever see him again, right? Yeah. I feel like they bring a lot of people like that to the island, and then they're just like, oh, shit. And yeah. then they, like, kill him or whatever. What, Especially with Locke's story. What I didn't understand was... And this might be jumping too far ahead, but he's talking on the phone with Helen, and he says, uh, it felt so great telling Randy off like that. He didn't tell Randy off. He's just like, a guy climbed Mount Everest once. Yeah, well, I was wondering, is he thinking, like, is he, one, is he lying to her to, like, make himself sound cool? Or, two, does he think that that's telling somebody off? Yeah, does he think his his little catchphrase is telling somebody off, don't tell me what I can't do? (laughs) He kind of meekly said it. Yeah. Under his breath. (laughs) <laughs> I think it's an empowering catchphrase. I don't see uh, why why you have this hatred. Of it, <laughs> tell me what I can't do. That's what I say. Yeah, br- tell, bring it on. Tell me. I want to know the rules. I'd like to know my limitations, please. <laughs> I don't want to cross any lines here. Tell me. <laughs> tell me exactly what I can and can't do. <laughs> um. All right. Let's let's go through the plot. By the way, um, for the listeners and for Chris. Um, me and Tim wrote our notes down with these neon pens that somebody left in my house. He's like neon Sharpies. Whoa. Uh, or maybe Christine bought them. I didn't buy them. Uh, <laughs> I can the second time. I've really gone out of the way to mention that I didn't buy these neon Sharpies. <laughs> yeah. There's something going on with these pens, but... Uh, and mine is a color that is barely visible. So I'm squinting real hard over yeah. here. It's neon it's green. Uh, I wrote my yeah. notes on my iPad. No big deal. That's what you were going to do. You can't uh-huh. auction off your iPad, Chris. People are going to want this. All right. We're what? Seven minutes in? We've talked about nothing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> except that we're going to auction off our notes for charity. Uh, so we're, do- we're doing the right thing here. Yeah. So nice job, Chris. Uh, Blew it. Jack makes everybody Thank freak you. out about boars in the fuselage, uh, which I thought was kind of a wienery thing to do until... It turns out wild boars are pretty crazy, huh? Yeah, you read Lord of the Flies, right? No. No. <laughs> Does the boar eat the flies? There's <laughs> if if the boar ate the flies, they would, all their troubles would be over, my friend. No, it's a combination of the boars and the flies make those boys' lives a living hell. Wait, uh, like honestly, do they? I haven't read it. Do they all just freak out because there's a wild boar running around? Like, don't they? If, That's it's part anything of like it. that Simpsons They're, episode that I think is based yeah. on it. They're they boys. Boar, right? They're little boys. How young? I don't know. Chris, relax. I, I don't know. I've never, <laughs> I've never read it either. <laughs> Fucking books over here yeah, telling us about all this shit that isn't TV. <laughs> Come on. 
grow up. Sorry. <laughs> um, I like the way that uh, the cold open ends, though, with Locke, uh, where they're like, what the hell was that? And then Locke just comes out and goes, Borse. <laughs> yeah, and then he has this creepy little smile on his face. <laughs> Lost. But it's like, yeah, Borse is one of the things, like, that's the one thing on the show that I would expect to be on the island. Not a terrifying smoke monster? Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, a boar. Okay, that makes sense. I read a book and there was boars on an island that these people were... <laughs> I also thought it was weird that uh, Jack is really... So the boar is there because it smells the bar- the bodies rotting, right? Mm-hmm. Jack was really against using those bodies to feed the boars and also really against cremating. Or really against... He, he wanted to cremate them. Sorry, I'm really worked up here. People were really against cremation. Saeed was like, you don't know what these people wanted. Like, how fuck does he not know that they wanted to be cremated to make sure that they're not buried and still alive while they're fucking buried? Because it could happen. We saw it happen last week on Expose. You don't know. But, like, how does Jack know they didn't want to be cremated in the first place? Yeah. One. Two. Why not feed the boars? Put them in some fucking use. I think Jack could have also countered with I bet they didn't want to die in a plane crash either, but <laughs> yeah. here we are. I think he did counter with that. Oh, did he? Kind of. Yeah. He's I just like, I'm the boss, deal. kind of. I Why didn't know. they just drag him away so that way they the boars would feast on him and the boars would stay away from them? Also, why not use him as bait for the boars? Exactly, yeah. yes. Boar bait. Classic boar bait Classic situation. Classic boar bait situation. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Chris? Well, when they were hearing all the boars, I thought for a good chunk of minutes it was the I was going to see a smoke monster situation, and then I remembered all the stuff about the smoke monster. I think I started uh, Lost. watching Lost because of the smoke monster because I heard there was something crazy, but I think I, at the time I thought it was a dinosaur. So those yeah, those are the thoughts that were going through my head at, at that moment. <laughs> did we ever see? Did have we seen the smoke monster at this point, or I, have we just seen people get eaten by a monster? I think we've just heard it. At, like the first episode, you like a guy is like whoa, the marshal, right? Yeah. Whoa, and then he gets eaten, right? Yeah, you see him get like pulled away by. I don't think you see the smoke monster in all its glory, but I think you know it's like some weird. Some weird thing you don't know it's yeah. smoke. Yeah, and I I wonder what the like, the bare bones of the sound the the smoke monster makes. Is that a polar bear pun? The bear bare bones. Oh, nice. Um, because all this all the sounds the smoke monster makes that they show, it's like there's all this like kind of music and score going on behind it. There's like all this weird uh, industrial like steel sounds. Huh. Dot matrix printer is what I get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I know, I know, like that. That's definitely the smoke monster, but I just don't know if 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 the is part of the noise it makes, or just a little added effect from the you know the TV show. Or if that was just well, I mean, I it's all an added effect from the TV show. Whatever. What, like, you don't know if it's score or if it's actually the sound it's making. I thought that it like had everybody's soul. And it was like the sound of everybody's soul. That's one of the theories I remember subscribing to. Like you should subscribe to this podcast <laughs> on iTunes. Smart, uh, smart. So when I watch the show, but then at the end, they're like, "Oh yeah, the smoke is a security system." Yeah. I like, oh, I guess 
That's whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. It's part of the security system, Chris. There's no yeah, fun whatever. answer for fucking anything. <laughs> Dead air. Nothing better. Um, okay. There, there was two things I really liked uh, when they're talking about going to hunt where um, Sawyer is obviously like, how are we going to eat? How are we going to get that boar? And instead of Instead of uh, Locke just going, hey, why don't we go hunt the boar? He hurls a knife at the seat next to him. Yeah. It <laughs> just says, like, hunting. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they argue with him, that they're, when they argue with him, uh, what, you're going to go hunting with the knife? He's like, no, I'm going to go hunting with six knives. <laughs> yeah, he kicks open a briefcase filled with all these knives Other and knives. Soldier of Fortune magazines. <laughs> I'm going to go hunting with this magazine. <laughs> yeah, so that happened. Yeah, that was bizarre. And then what about the part um, before where... That, um, before we get to... Oh, go on, Chris. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, Kate and Saeed are having a conversation about uh, the his like his little transistor screwball triangulate. All these like made up TV words. I think I, I just didn't pay attention to any of that part of the plot. By the way, well, so so he's trying to convince Kate, like, oh, you're going out there. Take this with you and triangulate the sing single and and all and all this junk. Um, and then he says, and she's like, yeah, I'm definitely going to do that. And then he goes, it appears you're anxious to get off this island just like me. And it's just like, is is everybody not <laughs> super anxious to get off this deserted island that they had a plane awesome. crash in? Yeah. And isn't Kate not really anxious to get off the island? She's a fugitive from the law. She's yeah. got nowhere yeah. to go. Yeah. And what, is, what does fucking Saeed have to do? He misses his. Honey I bunny. mean, he'd Wait, rather not be on an island. That woman die? The woman he loves. That's not Shannon. I think. Shh. I think she's alive because then oh. we find out that she died later um, when Ben has the pictures of the man that ran him down. Right. Ran her right. down. Yeah. Okay, so he wants to get back to his lady. Yeah. And also, he just wants to live life not on a deserted island. That's just fair. Looks like a nice island. They don't know that they're gonna get all the Dharma food yet. That's true. And isn't Hurley hiding food? Or is that later? Is Hurley hiding that food? That might have been I think that's in, in the in the law in the hatch. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I think that that might be that too, yeah. I like when uh Hurley and Sawyer are fighting over the uh the peanuts. Yeah, a little tussle. And uh and Jack tries to intervene and uh Sawyer yells, Stay out of this metro <laughs> <laughs> Is that a reference to like this was around the time when like metrosexuals was like a big thing, right? Like yeah, because he has a scarf around his neck. Uh, yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like ah, two thousand six. I remember this. I would watch uh, Lost, and then I'd watch uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy after this. <laughs> a lot of crossover between those two shows, uh, evidently. Well, when's the last time you heard somebody say metrosexual? That phrase died. I don't know. That phrase was crazy. I think people were just like, oh, you mean just like wearing clothes? Yeah. Cl clean. <laughs> <laughs> Did that cut? Like, it's not like grunge happened and then metrosexual was the opposite of grunge. It was like, there's like 10 years in between where people were just wearing normal clothes anyway. I don't understand <laughs> the metro part, really. Because people from the city all dress 
like that. Ah. Big city types, you see. I see. Yeah. You know us big city types <laughs> with our subway trains and our collared shirts and our uh, product in our hair. No. Yes. Sorry, was that a gross generalization about metrosexual, metrosexuality? No, that's... I feel like I'm going somewhere I don't want to go. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's metrosexual wanna... was code for homosexual, just as inner city was code for black. What? Yeah. No. Right? No. No. That's what I thought. Really? That's what I thought it was like. That that was like redneck uh, terminology. There's no redneck that ever, which is code for uneducated Southerner. (laughs) Yes. There's no redneck that ever used the word metrosexual. Sawyer tonight. Sawyer was written by Hollywood writers. I think metrosexual was a word for uh, like rednecky frat boy straight people to call other straight people they thought they wanted to call gay but they were like oh we're not allowed to call people gay anymore yeah the pc police got them gosh man all right now we're off the rails on this 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 one uh throwaway line uh okay (laughs) i thought it was funny when they called the metro uh I liked when um, Kate's about to go in, and uh, and Jack's like, "Are you going hunting?" And Kate goes, "Oh, it sounds like someone's a little worried about me." And then Jack goes, "Sounds like someone's afraid of their problems and needs to run away from them." Well, <laughs> or something like that. I hate Jack. <laughs> he was good in this episode. You know what he was good at? Just sitting there and not saying anything. With Rose, that was nice of him, but he was there for brought- too long. What? He was with Rose for too long. He sits sat that's forever. What, that's what she needed, though. Yeah, and they didn't show any of it. But in it the end, Jack off camera. It, in the end, it was her it. who said something profound to him. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, nobody's arguing that Rose is uh, that Rose is not awesome, and that Jack does anything useful. Rose rocks. <laughs> yeah, Rose rocks, and Jack was there for her. So, uh, look. You, look, you can get Jack on a lot of things, but uh, <laughs> opening his heart to Rose is, is not one. Not one of them, all right? Uh, there is another conversation that I really liked, which was uh, Michael trying to explain to Sun to watch the kid, knowing now that Sun speaks English and that she's just standing there like, oh, good gravy. <laughs> What's this guy doing? Oh, good you gravy. Can kind of s- you can see it in her face, right? Did the actress know, like, in three episodes, you're going to be revealing that you've learned English? I don't know when they revealed it, so I don't know. Was it this season that they revealed it? Yeah, it must have been, right? Uh, oh, yeah, because uh, cause Michael and Jin were getting in fights. Yeah. It was cool seeing that they don't know each other. Yeah. I liked this show a lot um, when it was, like, a bunch of people who don't know each other trying to survive on an island. Like, yeah. I didn't need, I feel like 10% of the mysteries is all you needed to make this show compelling. Uh, yeah, but, I don't know, isn't that just Gilligan's Island? Great, yeah, great but show. So, so is Hamlet, when you think about it. <laughs> Iago was in both Gilligan's Island <laughs> yes. and Hamlet. Mm-hmm. Same guy, Kenneth Branagh. Great. I don't know who played Iago. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Not talking about fucking Aladdin, Chris. (laughs) The other thing about that Sun and Michael uh, conversation 
Why there are so many extras in the background at this point, which I don't know what happens to them. Yeah, there are a lot of extras in this. But there's so many people there, and Michael's like, "Hmm, who should I get to babysit Walt? Let me find the one non-English speaker. That way, it'll be really, it'll take me a really, really long time to explain what I want from her, and also she won't be able to communicate with my son if he needs anything. But she shows him how to brush his teeth, Tim." Yeah, you brush true. your teeth with the toothbrush plant. It's true. Or, I don't know. I assume that's what she's telling him. We have, we have no way of knowing. No way of knowing. Um, okay, so that's happening. So basically, they're on the hunt for this wild boar. Was anything else happening in this episode? Oh, Charlie. Shannon's the worst. So Shannon's sitting there. Boone comes up. is like, hey, what's up? Maybe we should talk to this lady. And the whole time, Shadow's like, fuck you. I don't like anything. Fuck you. I can find a fish. Oh. And then tricks. She, uh, she, and she says, what's a, she was doing a crossword and she goes, what's a four letter word for I don't care. And I thought about that for so long and I couldn't think of anything. Meh. I don't know. What is a four letter for word of I don't care? I don't know. She was doing like the Us Weekly crossword puzzle. <laughs> it was all just like blank Zellweger. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's Renee. We know this. <laughs> she wasn't doing a crossword puzzle, I bet. That's a script. That's a line in a script, Tim. Oh. I, it looked like she was doing a crossword puzzle. No, no, that was all scripted. Are you kidding me? Yeah, she was doing a crossword. Oh, phew. Um, but yeah, so Charlie, uh, so she finds Charlie and gets Charlie to fish for her. And that's and that's that. But it's fun. Charlie and Hurley in the water trying to catch a fish is fun. I like He's that. He's got cool stuff written on his knuckles. I have I have written down here when that was happening. I wrote down. I like it when men are friends. <laughs> it was nice. It seemed nice. It was a nice moment. Um, yeah, I wish this show was more of a hangout show <laughs> than like. I'm serious. Cut out most of the mysteries and just have these characters hanging out and be like, man. I'd like for a plane to come rescue us. Instead of like, what that. was that weird thing? That's kind of Rose's vibe the whole time. Like, once she gets, once she meets back up Bernard, she's like, you guys keep doing all this crazy shit, but I just want to hang out with Bernard and you guys. Yeah. That's true. She should have inherited the island. Yeah. What happened? Her agent wasn't good enough. <laughs> I think she just like lived there. I think that she... It cured her disease or something, right? Why does the island cure people? In because this episode, it's magical. Like, do they ever get into that, really? That's it. We, this is what we talked about. This is why they wanted to exploit it. I don't know. I don't no, understand I know anything that, about the island. Did they ever explain like, what, what the deal was? Is it like magnetic pull or something? I feel like they explained this. Chris? I don't remember. But, but didn't Rose end up staying on the island anyway? She stayed. Yeah, yeah she did stay. Rose stayed on the island, and if I remember correctly, there was like a big thing of one of you has to stay on the island, but then it was like, also, Rose is going to stay on the island. <laughs> um, yeah, did, is that the whole plot? Not really a lot happened to this episode, huh? Well, uh, they catch the board. You got a lot of Locke's backstory. That was a legitimately, I remember, uh, it, like amazing reveal when you saw that he was in the wheelchair at the That's end. Yeah, cool. yeah, I remember that. And they and then they 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 flash back to him, and then he's he's standing around the fire at the end, 
and he's looking and he sees the wheelchair just among all the stuff and then you realize they were using that wheelchair to cart the the firewood before and you're like that's the same wheelchair from earlier oh i didn't even pay oh. i didn't notice that i was straight spacing during that yeah man damn um i i wonder why he had like he seemed like he had a really big plan one more time three chris one more time buddy he seemed like he had a really big, like, great plan of going out into the into the woods with three people to get a boar. And then right when they, the first thing that happens, they encounter a boar and it just tramples over all of them and runs away. <laughs> like, what was his plan? He doesn't know. He's he was paralyzed. He was doing hand signals and then Michael was so pissed that he was giving hand signals <laughs> and he yelled and then the he was like... Stop giving me the steel sign or something, right? Yeah. And then the poor trampled cool him. Cool voice, by the way. That's how he said it. <laughs> uh, I know what the implication was there, Jeff. Billy Crystal over it. here. <laughs> it's, it's my old blues man character. What? Uh, yeah, why was he so... Why didn't he want the hand signals? Yeah, it was part of the play. Like he was. Like, I'm not following the plan anymore. And then he gets yeah. trampled. Um, also in that scene, Kate's like, "I'm gonna climb this tree," and Michael gives her a look, and she says, "I've climbed a lot worse." Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, fucking trees is she climbing? <laughs> and also worse trees. Like, <laughs> worse trees. <laughs> like angles that bend downward. Did anybody else? Did that remind you of uh, Kindergarten Cop? When she's climbing the thing to put the 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 transistor at the end, where Dominic is climbing up the tower to put his fake lasers. Oh, up there. oh gosh! Yeah, got, I got a distinct kindergarten cop vibe. I think it was an homage. <laughs> that was a scary <laughs> movie. I remember being terrified at the end of that movie. Yeah, because Mr. Crisp is terrifying. Yeah, guys, I never saw Kindergarten Cop. Ooh. What? Here's that scene. I'm as I've found out the word is I'm emetophobic, which means I'm bad around vomit. It freaks yeah. me out. Isn't there a scene where like the kid eats a bunch of spaghettios and throws it up? Nah, I think you're thinking of like Mr. Mom or something. Well, I thought that was in Kindergarten Cop, and so I never saw it. And now it's not on Netflix. Oh, well, I can get you, I can get you a copy of it. I don't think you can. I watch that movie at least once a year. Really? Mm? What day? Christmas Day. Instead of like Home Alone or Christmas Story, you watch Kindergarten Cop? Yeah. Is it a Christmas movie? No. It is for me. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he throws up. I think uh he has like a bunch of spaghetti in his mouth and Arnold's like, drop it, let it go or something, and the kid just like opens his mouth and it all comes out of his mouth. Is that gross to you? No, that's fine. And I can even watch him throw up now or close my eyes now. I've gotten a lot better since Kindergarten Cop came out. I'm okay with some vomit stuff. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm okay with some puke play. Yeah. You know? So did it bum you guys like out? It. Did it Somebody bum you guys out when, uh... <laughs> when what? Uh, when, uh, did it bum you guys out when ha they reveal that, that it, his girlfriend is like a phone sex person? That made me feel very depressed. Oh my god, these fucking dogs. <laughs> Who's screaming behind you? <laughs> idiot dogs. Garbage dogs. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? Well, we remembered that she was probably a phone sex operator recently, right? Yeah. Um, but it was sad. It made me sad. She, and she was just like a dickhead about it. She was just no. like, I cost $80. Uh, I gotta go. 
I mean, she knew he couldn't afford eighty nine ninety five for another few minutes of trying to convince her on this thing that she's obviously not worldwide gonna, trip. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna go, and you're gonna waste ninety dollars. I know you don't have this ninety dollars because you evidently tell me everything about your life. <laughs> um. So please, just was I, that Katie Seagal this time around? Because it's Katie Seagal when they actually show the character. Right? Oh, I forgot about that. It didn't sound like Katie Seagal at all. I'm gonna tell you something, Chris. It didn't sound like Katie no Seagal way. at all. Tim, I only I would only know her from her brash singing voice. You ever hear her sing? No. Oh man, she's got the voice of an angel. Never saw Married with Children. I've seen Married with Children. She's a Futurama lady, Future. right? Yeah, oh. she's Fry. Yeah, I guess it didn't. She's Fry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess it didn't sound like her. <laughs> okay, so uh, was this a boring episode of Lost? Yes. I feel like we haven't had a lot to talk about. All the notes I've written down are just like, Shannon sucks, Jack sucks. <laughs> Locke's co-worker is a butt. Hurley's great. Sawyer's great. Um, he says his catchphrase like 800 times at the end. Just to really Love stick it. it in there. Love it. Um, when Claire... Oh, and Claire also is having a memorial service for everybody. That's another thing. Just to introduce you to some more characters. And one of the things about one of the people is they have overdue late charges on Willy Wonka. That's cute. Which, why would she even know that from his stuff? She found a receipt uh, in his wallet. Oh, he'll probably just get a lot of overdue charges because that copy of Willy Wonka is not going back. <laughs> Burned up. If he brought, like, Blockbuster Video. <laughs> Little did she know, the whole fucking system will become obsolete. Yeah, exactly. Try to collect uh, 10 years later, Blockbuster. <laughs> Good one. What, you don't have the infrastructure? You don't have any infrastructure. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that there's no blockbuster video anymore? It's over. Yeah. You don't think it's that crazy? Oh, I do. I think it's it's sad. I enjoyed uh, browsing the the blockbuster video as a teen. Not yeah, but not in like the last ten years. No. So it's just weird that like that the whole cultural thing of doing that. Yeah, when you're a teenager, like, and you yeah, you're just. You know, you go to the video store sometimes, look at videos, and then rent a movie. Yeah. I also miss driving movie theaters. Oh, those are the best. And roller rinks. Uh, those... I like both those. Are you fucking with me? Oh, I'm serious. Man, we should be friends. <laughs> nah. Um, It'll never work. All right, anything else? You go to Lostopedia? I'm on Lostopedia right now. You want to kick it? Oh, yeah. Tell me the goods. All right. Let's hear that theme song. Someone made a store just for me. Bodypedia, Bodypedia. Someone has my kind of quality. Bodypedia, Bodypedia. Someone got the message that people like me. This episode is rated TV 14. <laughs> that's lost. That's Lostopedia. Uh huh. Trivia. <laughs> That's some that's some real lost mythology for you. What the fuck? You. Who edited this? Uh, Kate's a vegetarian. Oh yeah, I like that she said that. Is do they carry that through? That Kate's a vegetarian. They must not. She's eating that boar. She's not Lisa Simpsoning it. This is the first episode to feature an on-island flashback. Oh, because it flashes back to the very first episode. Ah. Oh. You know what? Why did they? They didn't even really need to do that. If they're ever going to re-edit these for some reason, I implore the producers, or the editors, I guess, whenever you show that first, whenever you flash back to that scene 
of the immediate aftermath of the plane crash. Use the part where the guy gets sucked into the jet engine. That's the best yeah, part. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Just every time? Yeah. Just do a Requiem for a Dream style, like, eyeball, psst, somebody getting sucked in. Yeah. Cut, quick cuts. Exactly. That's uh, that's what I want to see. Oh, Tim, you'll like this little piece of trivia. The original name of this episode was Lord of the Files, a play on the title of the island survival drama Lord of the Flies and Locke's Occupation. I can see why they changed it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not a great punt. Yeah. How does this fucking guy know that? Um, maybe he had, maybe Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse. Uh, they probably said it on yeah. the commentary. Yeah, the Lord knows those guys talked a lot. Hey, who's arguing? Not me. Not me. I enjoyed it. Chris, are you arguing? I'm not arguing. I would never argue. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Oh, That's this perfect. is the first time you hear Claire's name. You huh. see her, but you wow. she's never named until this episode. I'm giving this Lostopedia entry a 23. Right yeah, wow. Some good stuff in here. Killing it, yeah. Oh, okay. Anything else? Um, oh, the, the guy, uh, uh, Jack's dad, he is... That's what the fuck was that about? Sorry, that's that's Sorry. not the guy who ends up playing him like for the rest of the series. It's like a a oh. guy, not the guy. It's not the guy. Have we established that Jack is seeing visions of his dad at this point in the show, uh, or is this like the first time that it happens? I think this is the it first. Might be. Yeah, I'm with you, Chris. And because uh, I remember, I think this is around when I turned and started kind of liking Lost. I think it was that that I was like, the fuck is that? And then the, I think next episode, Claire gets kidnapped. I was like, what is happening on the show? Yeah. I like that stuff. Guys, I didn't mind Jack in this episode that much. Me neither. He sat there and was quiet. And, and he was pragmatic. He was pragmatic about the bodies. I don't know. I disagree about the bodies. I got pretty worked up about it before. Yeah, I don't understand why they burned the, the plane. I get burning the bodies, but doesn't it seem like there could be something useful to do with the all that junk yeah shelter in the plane when it rains is also a good idea yeah they just didn't want to maintain that set out on the beach right the people making the show i don't i try to cover it with tarps and stuff in the moment and stuff like when i'm watching i like suspend disbelief oh so it's a little (laughs) i don't know i i don't think of things like that i don't think of that dimension you know i just try and let them map my my adventure that's so cool. Um, Psych. Uh, Production trick. Here's another one. Kate, it, it's something we just talked about. Kate tells Jack that she is a vegetarian, although on the previous episode, she appears to be eating eggs and bacon at Ray's house. Fucking, well, hold on. Maybe she just, where, where's Ray's house? How? When is Who's Ray's Ray? house? Who's Ray? Who's fucking Ray? From the office? Ray... Who's Ray from the office? Rain Wilson? No, Ray. Isn't uh, Jim and Pam the guy? Oh, Ron? Ron. No. Roy. Roger? Roy. Great. I'm glad we got there. (laughs) It's not. Ray is not Roy from the office. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You make a pretty compelling argument that he is. Uh, Oh, my God. Locke's boss, Shaheen, my friend Shaheen, is later revealed to be Hurley's manager at Mr. Cluck's Chicken Shack. 
oh shit he does come back that's great and it, he's a shithead there too right yes that's a weird career trajectory for this guy right sometimes lost guy <laughs> Oh, what? Work once and then four years later work on Lost again? I think that they bring people back. I think No, that no, no, no. I'm saying for like managing a fast food restaurant to like managing office workers. Yeah. All, yeah, or all in the. Vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, time frame wise, how does that even work? Wasn't Hurley working at the chicken restaurant like pretty soon before he came? Like he worked there after he won the lottery, right? Who knows? All I know is that uh, all this a lot of people who watch the show, if they are listening, are going, I know he yeah. did or he didn't. No, he didn't work there. He had a Hummer, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, all right. Anything else good? Um, oh, I didn't catch it, but I guess Locke, Michael asks Locke if he saw the monster and Locke says no, which is a lie. He looks right into the eye of the beast. Did he see? Did he not see the monster? I thought he didn't see the monster. He did. It came right up to him, and then there was a commercial break. We saw from the smoke monster's perspective. Yeah. Oh. I got to give this a worse rating than I was planning on giving it, because it did not hold my attention, apparently. Mm. I, th yeah, I thought it was weird that Locke's, uh, Locke's backstory didn't took up like four minutes of this episode. I remember there being a lot more walkabout and a lot less boar hunting. Yeah. Cool story, right, guys? Lame. Right. Is there right. any mail? Anything you got else? any mail in that mailbag? No, I, I, I checked the mailbag. Nothing in the mailbag. Empty mailbag. Hey, if you got... We didn't say anything yeah, about you're it right, you're right. If you got any mail oh. for uh, all us at the Back to the Island podcast, send it in. Back to the mailbag at gmail.com. Yeah, send it right there. If you got some mail, I'll, just, I'll tell you where to send it. Right, hey, forget about it. Hey, forget about it. All right. Lost my report card? Lost my report card. I lost my report card. Uh, Tim, why don't you go first? Uh, yeah. What what's what are the numbers again? I'm sorry. No, you whatever. Just guess. You take guess. a guess. Just guess. Just take a guess. What's the one in the 30s? <laughs> 32? <laughs> I'm not telling you. Is there one in the 30s? I don't know. 26, I'm giving this. <laughs> 23. I'll give 20, it this a 23. Okay, that's the fifth highest one. That's pretty high. You can't take it back. That's pretty high, Tim. Yeah, I loved this episode. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm more about uh, just these characters mixing it up Robinson Crusoe style on the beach. Yeah. All right. There's a lot of that. Love it. Um, I gotta, I'm going to give this one... Um, I think a 15. I thought I liked it. I liked it, but there just wasn't all that much going on in this episode. I totally, I totally me. agree. I'm going right there with you. 15 as well from Chris. Chris, we both have 15s. What's your, What's your note about heroin? Well, oh, my note about oh. heroin. I, 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 I have <laughs> one. It says oh, Charlie. Wait. Hold on, hold on a second. Could this be a section called heroin notes? Heroin notes. Oh! I'll put some music here. <laughs> Is that right. a Robin Williams impression? <laughs> <laughs> well, my, yeah. No, I'm doing it so I can see the peaks and put in music okay. later, but now I'm going to keep it in. <laughs> uh, heroin notes. The final section of the show. Great.
Chris? Uh, I just I just have written here, Charlie Rock and Heroin. All right. Yeah. Uh, Shannon might be using him, but Charlie has one thing they can't take away from him. Heroin. Doesn't Locke, ironically enough, take his heroin away? Yeah, not at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Beautiful. We good? Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, remember, uh, facebook.com slash podcast back to the island. Uh, Twitter, it's at back to number two, as in 42. Uh, back to the island. Um, and back to the mailbag at gmail.com is our email. Thanks for the ratings. There are some ratings up there now. Thank you very much. Thanks, everybody who's subscribing to it. Um, yeah, thanks. We're hoping to keep doing this. Why am I saying that? I don't need to fucking say all this fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, do. You we're like fucking five episodes in now. We have obviously. It. I hope we're still doing. We this. have no choice but to do it. You know how, uh, like when Jimmy Fallon got the Tonight Show, he had to come out and talk about how glad he was he got the Tonight Show for ten minutes at the and end then, of his fifth episode. Yeah, and then uh, then Seth Meyers did the same thing, and then the guy that took over for Seth Meyers on Weekend Update gave this whole big speech. You gotta show the the gratitude, man. Sentimental nonsense. I haven't seen the new Weekend Update guy yet. He's good. And he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's good? Cool. Good. Shout out right. Colin Jost. Cool. We all good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Okay. See you in hell. Bye.